This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sports Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday, the 19th of October. In your Sport Today, a Richmond AFLW player test positive for COVID. Australia has a new cricket selector. Ben Simmons is back training in Philly. And Javo does it again. This is your Sport Today. We're starting today with Aussie rules because yesterday a Richmond Tigers AFLW player tested positive for COVID-19. Adelaide AFLW player Denny Van Hagen reportedly told the Crows she's not going to get the vaccine and the Melbourne Demons player Tom McDonald said it was ethically wrong for the AFL to mandate jabs. There's lots to unpack here, Gabs, so let's start with what we know. Yeah, Fez, there's a fair bit going on here, but what we do know is that a Richmond AFLW player tested positive at training on Saturday, and that was from a rapid antigen test. They're those quick tests that you can do by yourself. Now, the rest of the Tiger squad has tested negative, and they remain isolated, and they could actually be back training within a week. The AFL hasn't mandated players get the vaccine, but they do strongly encourage it. But the Victorian government has said that all authorised workers, and that does include athletes, they must have at least one jab by Friday. The player has had one jab and all authorised workers must be fully vaxxed by November 26. Fez, the AFL is hoping that both the men's and women's comps can be played all across the country. So players are going to need to be vaccinated if they want to cross state borders. Yep. And that leads us to Van Hagen and McDonald. Uh, McDonald played for the Demons in the grand final and is vaccinated, but he says there shouldn't be a mandate on getting jabbed. Yeah, that's right. McDonald said, and this is his quote, it's ethically wrong to force people to have a medical procedure. Yeah, and he goes on to say, Fez, that he would be fine playing against unvaccinated players next year. Van Hagen, well, she's reportedly said that she won't get vaccinated. And Fez, that is a big deal for a few reasons, because she's been a key player for the Crows, having played in their premiership winning teams in 2017 and 2019, and also because she's a registered nurse. Now, Healthcare workers in South Australia need to have at least one jab by November 1. The Crows, they haven't been able to go into too much detail on this story, and that's because players' medical records are kept private. But what they did say is that they strongly urge people to get vaccinated. So AFLW Chief Executive Nicole Livingston says that she respects people's decisions, but made it clear that the league's main job was to protect the players and the community from COVID. The AFLW starts on January 6, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens from here on out. We've now got some rugby league news, and if reports are true, Gabs, our NRL fans will be watching the footy on Channel 9 for the next six years, and an old favourite could be returning. Yeah, well, I don't think it's Sturlow, Fez, well, <laughs> at least as far as we know now. So reports over the past few days have said that Channel 9 will continue to be the NRL's free-to-air channel, and that's through until 2027. Fez, the new deal is going to start after next season, and it could be worth up to $600 million. There were reports that Channel 7 wanted to buy State of Origin for $30 million a season, but that appears to be off the table now with Channel 9 set to get that as well. The NRL's pay TV deal with Fox Sports, that runs until 2027 as well, and it means that the league could make around $2 billion, which would be the richest combined broadcast deal in its history. There's, there hasn't been anything official yet, 
But reports say that one of the sticking points is going to be the return of a midweek NRL program, and that means the footy show could be making a comeback after a few years away. Yeah, the NRL footy show was on the air for 25 years, but low ratings meant it was cancelled back in 2018. The new deal is expected to be announced by the end of the month, so stay tuned for that one. To cricket now, and the saying goes there are 20 million selectors when it comes time to pick Australia's men's cricket team. Uh, Cabs, we know that number is grossly exaggerated. <laughs> uh, there are, in fact, only three, and that's because former all-rounder Tony Dottermade was appointed as a selector just yesterday. Well, there are probably around 26 million people now who think <laughs> they're selectors, but we do know that Dottermade is actually one of them, and he joins coach Justin Langer and former player George Bailey as the three-person national selection panel. Fez, Dottermade, he played test and one-day cricket for Australia back in the late 80s and early 90s, and he spent 15 years playing for Victoria as well. He's been a cricket administrator all over the world, and recently he was the general manager of Australia's top hockey competition. That's Hockey One. Dottermade, he replaces Trevor Hones on the panel, and he's going to start in mid-November And that's pretty big timing because one of his first jobs will be to pick Australia's squad for the first Ashes test at the Gabba. Yeah, that first test starts December 8. Uh, Australia is on the lookout for a middle order batter and Dottermate will have a few form players to choose from. Uh, Travis Head and Usman Khawaja have both scored centuries in the Sheffield Shield to start the summer. Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate. How many test hundreds has Usman Khawaja scored? Cab's got a clue. Well, if you've been listening to this story, then you would have heard it because we have said the number earlier in this story. Oh, good clue, Gabs. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. Let's switch to basketball because we've got an update on the Ben Simmons situation. It looked like he would be traded from the Philadelphia 76ers in the offseason, but Gabs, he's back at training and could play as early as this week when the NBA season starts. Yeah, Fezzen, remember, trade talk started back last season when the 76ers were knocked out of the playoffs. Simmons was reportedly unhappy with comments that coach Doc Rivers and teammate Joel Embiid had made about him after they lost to the Hawks. Experts in the US were convinced that he would leave Philadelphia, and Simmons basically said he was done by not showing up to their preseason training camp. But, Fez, the 76ers weren't able to sort out a trade that they wanted, so instead of being fined every day for not turning up to work, Simmons returned last week. He trained for the first time yesterday, and he is due to speak to the media in the next few days. I dare say that's going to be a pretty packed press conference. Yeah, there'll be a few reporters there for sure, Gavs. And Coach Rivers says that Simmons will play when he's ready. The 76ers start their season on Thursday against the Pelicans. The season tips off tomorrow. And if you want to stay across all the matches, get on that Sportsmate NBA Live app. It will come in really handy with so many games on. It's got every match in there. So check it out. Let's go to Rugby Union and the news that Maori All Blacks and Chiefs player Sean Wainui died yesterday morning after a car accident in New Zealand. Yeah, Fez, this happened near Tauranga in the Bay of Plenty region. Wainui, who was 25, he was the only person in the car. New Zealand Rugby said in a statement that they were heartbroken, while current Wallaby Quade Cooper said that the game had lost an incredible human. Wainui, he represented the Māori All Blacks at test level, played 44 games for the Chiefs, and Fez, earlier this year, he became the first player in the Super Rugby comp to score five tries in a game, something he did against the Waratahs. Yeah, there have been plenty of messages on social media for Wainui. Uh, We've popped a link to the night he scored those five tries in the episode notes. 
Our cricket fans will remember the pitch invader named Javo. He became something of a streaking sensation during England's test series against India earlier this year. Well, he's back at it, this time making his way onto the field of an American football game in London. Geez, his Facebook memories in a few years' time are going to look really good with all these photos. But there's the National Football League. They've been taking games to London for years. And on Sunday, the Jacksonville Jaguars, well, they beat the Miami Dolphins at the home of the Tottenham Hotspurs, and that ended their 20-game losing streak. So dressed in a Jaguars jersey and with a helmet on, Jarbo just strolled onto the field and started having a chat with some of the Jacksonville players. He got a huge cheer before he was calmly removed from the field. Now, he did this three times during England's cricket series against India when he was wearing an Indian cricket shirt with Jarbo 69 on the back. Now, the thing is, Fez, he doesn't run out. He just casually walks out. And maybe that's why he keeps getting away with it. If not, I have no idea what's happening over there. It beats me, Gabs. I've got no idea how he keeps getting away with it. Um, There's a link in the episode notes to Javo at the NFL game. Time for Catch This. Gabs, I'm going to the T20 World Cup where overnight Curtis Camper from Ireland got a double hat-trick against the Netherlands. That's four wickets in four balls. He's just the third player to do it in men's international cricket. There's a link in the episode notes to the double hattie. It's pretty rare stuff. Uh, Very rare. I'll tell you what's even rarer, Fez. The Chicago Sky, they won their first WNBA title yesterday, beating the Phoenix Mercury. Kalia Kupper was named finals MVP for the Sky. There'll be pretty big celebrations, I reckon, in Chicago over the next few days. Uh, No doubt, Gabs. Uh, The answer to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate. How many Test Match hundreds has Usman Khawaja scored? He scored eight with the Ashes starting on December the 8th. All right, that's it for us today. Thank you, as always, for sticking with us. And we'll catch you again tomorrow.